Thank you for making Locked on Yankees your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. On today's show, we preview the three-game series with the Tigers in Detroit. Will Garrett Cole get his act together and match the performances of his fellow Yankee starters? Will Joey Gallo ever get an RBI? And we look at some minor league news and scores and Anthony Volpe updates because, you know, he's kind of a big deal and all eyes are on him. All that next on Locked on Yankees. You are Locked on Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everyone. Happy Tuesday. It's Tuesday, April 19th, 2022. The Yankees are playing tonight in Detroit. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully they'll be playing. Hopefully they'll be hitting. Hopefully they'll be scoring. We'll see. Before we get into everything, like I said in the cold open, preview, preview pitching matchups. We don't have a starter for Detroit for Thursday yet. So I may have to preview that before Thursday's game. Before we get into it, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Locked on Yankees, all one word. You can listen to us on every podcasting platform available. There seem to be new ones every day, including Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher. You can subscribe to us on YouTube. We passed 1100 last night. Actually, we're up to 1120, which is pretty cool. So thank you. And hello to all the new viewers. We appreciate you a lot. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Yankees. So the off day is over. The Yankees will be back playing tonight again hopefully hitting something you know maybe it'll be one of those games you know when a team looks like crap and don't score and then either they have an off day or maybe the series starts the next day the next series you know it's like a bad series loss or last game of a series and they either don't score or maybe they'd only score one, but they have a lot of trouble with runners in scoring position. And then they come out and start doing really well in the first inning. Maybe. I don't know if you're not watching me on YouTube, I'm crossing my fingers, but maybe that would be great. Pardon me. That was my cat's tail. Um, everyone on Locked On, everyone in the network that has a pet has had their pet appear in their podcast whether it's intentional or you know they're walking around so yeah that's that's sweet pea she likes she likes hanging out in here so let me pull everything up because I did have everything up but I, I have I as I said in the open they're really updating Anthony Volpe's every move which is understandable considering what the Yankees didn't do in the offseason in order to keep him so We'll get to that in segment three. Right now, let's look at the matchup for tonight. So Garrett Cole, I joked about it in the cold open. Will he do as well <laughs> as his fellow starters? Um, you know, I joked on Twitter the other night. I like Garrett Cole. You know, I, I, I'm not worried about Garrett Cole, but I joked and said, um, not the other night, the other afternoon when Nestor Cortez was pitching really well and the offense wasn't doing anything. I said, uh, I wonder what it's like for Garrett Cole to watch a real 
ace pitch. I'm kidding. I was kidding. You know, it just, it was right there. It was on a tee. (laughs) So his opponent tonight is Tyler Alexander. He was a second round draft pick 2015 for the Tigers. So he's been in their system this whole time. For his career, he's 5-11 and with a 4.15 ERA, 69 games, 26 starts, 201 innings, or 201 two-third innings, 172 strikeouts. Not bad. He pitched, he threw one game so far this season, five and one-third innings, four strikeouts. His ERA is 5.06. He did not get a decision in that game. Now, we all know know about Cole, but let's look at it anyway. Cole's pitched in two games. He's thrown nine and two-third innings, nine strikeouts, no decisions in either game. And his ERA is 5.59. Now, for his career, he has 1,682 strikeouts in 1,459 innings. That's pretty good. Um, But I would like to see Garrett Cole, you know, pitch like Garrett Cole, not have a rough first inning and pitch the way he pitched, you know, because he kept he did that against the Red Sox. He. Yeah, he kind of did it against the Blue Jays like he he would have something bad happen and then be okay. And just let's be okay the whole time. Let's can we try that? Let's try that, Garrett. It's your third start now. Okay, we're getting into territory where spring training will would have ended by now, right? And they would have started the regular season. So, yeah, let's let's try and let's try and get something going. Tomorrow night, Luis Severino against Eduardo Rodriguez. Yankees are familiar with Eduardo Rodriguez. And he has Appeared in two games, seven and two-third innings, seven strikeouts, one loss. His ERA is 5.87. And I said this about everyone. You're going to see some rough numbers from some of these guys because of spring training not being as long as it normally is. These guys will, things will even out for them. Maybe. Hopefully not for Eduardo Rodriguez tomorrow. Let's hope he still doesn't pitch well. That'd be great. Um... (laughs) How about that? And let's look at Luis Severino, who has a a 2.25 ERA in two games, one win, eight innings on the nose, 11 strikeouts, looked great in his last outing, kind of lost some um, gas, I guess, you know, toward the end. And then he picked it up again to finish it out. So, you know, these guys are just starting to ramp things up. You'll start to see longer starts from people. That was a weird sentence. And, um, you know, hopefully things will be okay for all these guys. And then in the finale, as I said, when I checked earlier, yeah, it's TBD. TBD is a mystery. They don't really tell us much about TBD, but that's for Detroit. For the Yankees, it's Jordan Montgomery. He has a 3.24 ERA in two games, no decision, of course, um, you know, the guys don't like scoring for him ever. <laughs> Eight and one-third innings, six strikeouts so far. And, um, yeah, I said 
when did I say it? I said it, I think I said it before the season started that I felt like he was going to be one of the wild cards this year. And I still feel that way. And I hope he really does well because, you know, he's still kind of coming back from his surgery, even though he was around last season and pitched last season. I still feel like he's still coming back from it. And, you know, hopefully the offense will score for him. That'd be great. Actually, it'd be great if the offense scored for everyone. That 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 would be fantastic if you guys could do that for your boys because, you know, it's just it's not fair when these pitchers are pitching as well as they are, Nestor Cortez on Sunday, and the offense does absolutely nothing. In segment two, we're just going to talk about how the Yankees are doing, the reactions to how the Yankees are doing. Will Joey Gallo ever get an RBI? He will. If he's in the lineup tonight, watch him get it tonight now that I've been making fun of him. And you know I love Joey Gallo. I said it at the start of the season. I was going to try and do a Gallo segment every show, but he hasn't really done much. So, Joey, pick it up. But first, Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of Major League Baseball season. Yeah, the basketball playoffs have been interesting. I'm still stuck on that Nets-Celtics game. That was amazing. That last shot was amazing. I couldn't even believe that it happened. At first, I wasn't sure if it was in time. And then, you know, they showed the replay 15 times. And yes, it was perfectly on time. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs esports, and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen. For your next listen, check out Locked On Now. You get recaps of Major League Baseball games with analysis from our local experts. So basically all of us, all of the hosts will tell you what's happening around baseball. And we'll be taking fans through the season like no other network. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So the reactions to how the Yankees have done so far. (laughs) There's been overreacting. And more overreacting. There has not been underreacting. I will say that. Um, And I say this as a person who ranted about them for 13 minutes the other night. If you checked out that video. It wasn't a real rant. I was, yes, I was complaining and yes, I was venting. It was more of a vent. We'll call it a vent. It wasn't really ranting because uh, I'm not Chris Russo. I don't scream. (laughs) I'm not like that. I wouldn't do that. Not on my podcast. I might do that privately, but I would never do that on the show. Um, But I, I'm not that worried about them. I'm really not. They'll get their act together. They'll be annoying. There'll be times where, you know, you want to bash your head into a table watching them. (laughs) And there are going to be times where they're exciting to watch. I just, as I said yesterday, I cannot deal with the roller coaster. I don't want it to be a roller coaster. I want it to be maybe eh, for the first half and then a train going through the second half. Boom. Just crashing through stuff. None of this up and down stuff. No, I can't. Please don't do this to me. So, Joey Gallo doesn't have an RBI. Aaron Judge only has one home run, correct? Let me double check that. Um, You know, things are not happening for certain guys. And it's, again, same as the pitching, 
same as everyone else. It's all the same for all of them because they didn't have enough spring training. I know that it's easier for... Well, no, I shouldn't say that. It's not easier for the hitters to get ready because if they don't have pitchers throwing live batting practice to them, you know, there's a big difference between having a machine throw a ball at you or hitting off a tee than having someone actually throw a ball at you and, you know, different pitches. And yeah, so it's going to take some of these guys some time to uh, get into things. So let's... um, Let me just double check that. I think that's correct. Yes. Um, You know, we haven't seen a lot of home runs. As I mentioned yesterday, Sunday was one of the lowest home run totals since 2014. September 24th, 2014 was a Wednesday. It was the night before Derek Jeter's last game, uh, last home game, walk-off game, September 25th, 2014. And it was the lowest home run total in a game in April since 1993, there were 15 home runs in 14 games. That's that's nothing. That's really... Did MLB forget to... I think they forgot to give out the juiced balls. I think that's the problem. Because you know that's going to be happening. Because they're not going to want to deal with guys not hitting home runs. Oh, speaking of that briefly. Who did Freddie Freeman hit his first home run of the year off of? The Braves, of course. (laughs) Don't you love baseball? I say it all the time. That's why baseball is my favorite sport. I feel like you don't get moments like this in football and basketball or hockey. You get them in baseball. You know, baseball, I feel like baseball is romantic. And I'm not saying that just because I look the way I do. But, you know... Men say that baseball is romantic, too. How could you not love it? There are so many storylines to follow and so many different angles to these storylines. And it's just, oh, yeah. So, of course, he hit his first home run against the Braves. That was actually pretty cool. I saw the highlight of it on Twitter because as soon as it happened, you know, I don't know how people do that. Um, I guess they have, like, the screen capture thing on their computers and they just... (laughs) I'm surprised that MLB hasn't cracked down on that yet because I know that Twitter likes to send um, copyright strikes to people. So I'm surprised that people still get still get away with that. And let's turn just for a second. Major League Baseball should allow people to put up clips. They're basically giving you free advertising for your brand and your sport. You want more people to see what's happening in baseball. I've gotten copyright strikes, mostly because I like putting, um, (laughs) I'm not going to sing it because I'm on YouTube and I don't want to get struck here either. But if someone hits a home run, the boom and I will always love you, that, or the Titanic song, my heart will go on, because that's a funny sound effect to put to a home run. I've gotten a couple of copyright strikes because of that, but I feel like baseball needs to loosen up and allow people to post more things. I get the whole, you don't want people to steal your content thing, but I don't know. I feel like baseball needs all the good publicity that it can get. And the more they allow people to spread the brand around and spread the good stuff, the more people will want to watch it, you know? So I don't get it. So let's see. Yes, one home run, one run batted in, five 
five runs, scored nine hits. You know, his average is 257. It's not terrible. It's in 35 at-bats. Um, yeah. Yeah. Although his last seven games, he's batting 227. But his on-base percentage is um, hovering around 350. So, you know, he's getting on base. It's just the power's not there yet. It's April. And, again, the balls aren't really juiced, so. <laughs> I don't want to accuse, but uh, they've proven the last few years that they have done something to the balls. And, oh God, here we go again with, with me talking about balls and saying the word too many times. They've, I don't know. We spoke about it when the lockout happened. That big article came out about the balls. And it was just compounded with the lockout. You thought to yourself, is baseball really doing this? Is this really happening right now? Like, they don't need more bad publicity. I don't mind the juice ball. Might help Glaber Torres. Speaking of overreacting. Although, I get it. He hasn't been good since 2019. He's looking not so great so far. It's still too early to panic. It's still too early to think that these guys are going to play this way all season. If you've watched baseball, you know that it's... If you've watched Yankees baseball, I should say, because, you know, there are some teams that start bad and stay bad. They're not going to be bad. They're not going to be as good as everyone wants them to be. I'll guarantee that. <laughs> but... They're not going to be bad. They're making the playoffs unless something disastrous happens. Um, you know, it's going to be a typical of late Yankee season. Not a typical Yankee season, or at least not from, you know, late 90s, 2000s, early 2010s Yankee season. It's going to be more of a 2020, 2021 <laughs> Yankee season where... Things are going to happen. You're going to be annoyed. Just warning you. Just so you know. I've watched baseball for 40 years. And you can't think that it's going to be this bad. It's not. I'm willing to bet that. I don't know what to bet yet. But I'm willing to bet that they're, they're not going to be bad all year. We'll see. God, I hope I didn't just jinx myself. Or them. <laughs> Segment three. We'll be talking about the minor leagues. But first, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. And why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and then wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, but choosing only the brand that their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com and in your pocket. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more from this or for the same parts from your chain store or dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. Doesn't matter if you're someone like me who doesn't even know how to fix a car or if you're a mechanic. They have everything you could need from brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So go to explore their go explore their easy to use website today. 
to find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or your truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com So Yankees prospects. We're two weeks into the minor league season, and let's see. Oh, well... All right. Not terrible. Scranton is five and six. Well, all right. They're in sixth place in the eastern portion of the International League. They're, well, only four games back. They went one and five against the Norfolk Tides, which is Orioles. And coming up, they'll be playing against the Buffalo Bison. Obviously, the Blue Jays. We know this because the Blue Jays were stuck playing in Buffalo for nearly two seasons. Um, Matt Crook and Hayden Wesneski had strong starts at the beginning of the season, but the offense struggled to get going. Who does that remind you of? Two strong pitching performances, but the offense didn't do anything. Hmm, weird. Is this an epidemic in the system? I'm just kidding. Um, oh, okay, well, this isn't good. Davey Garcia and Luis Heel were hit hard by the Norfolk batters. Hmm, yeah. They were actually in danger of being swept in a six game that's 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 not good <laughs> Manny Benuelos is doing really well he has a a 1.29 ERA in two games he's thrown seven innings two hits three walks seven strikeouts I really want something good to happen to him you know he's one of those guys from all those years ago all those years ago it's a really long time when he was drafted by the Yankees you know Brackman Banuelos, Batansis, the Killer Bees. <laughs> Oof. That's a long time ago. My goodness. That's why whenever I'm on a show, or sometimes I talk about it here, I'm so afraid of falling in love with Yankee prospects because we've been burned in the past. Not the recent past, but I'm still, I still have flashbacks from all those other times. So, you know, can't help it. The Somerset Patriots are tied for first place in the Eastern League in the Northeast Division. Um, they went 4-2 against the Erie Seawolves. That's the Pirates. And they'll be playing the Hartford Yard Goats, which is Rockies affiliate. And that's an away series. They split the first four games of the series. And then they won the final two. Yeah, they outscored the Seawolves. 17-4 in the final two games. Wouldn't that be great if uh, the big Yankees could do that? Yeah. And then Anthony Volpe, it's his first experience in double A because he's been on the lower level because he's young. He's only 20. He hit a grand slam on Sunday for his first double A homer. And let's talk about Volpe because there is, <laughs> yeah, there is a continuous article on the Yankees website keeping tabs on the Yankees' number one prospect. And that's understandable. He's the number one prospect. He's the one they cling, cling, clinged to? Clinged to. That's the word. When they didn't go after any free agent shortstop. And there were a lot of them. So there's a lot of pressure on this kid. And I feel bad for the fact that he has this much pressure and this many eyes on him. There's an... This entire article, and it's updating every appearance of his. 
April 8th, his debut. April 9th, quiet after strong Friday showing. He went one for six with a single on that day and two strikeouts, but Somerset won. April 10th, April 12th, April 13th, April 15th, April 16th, and then the Grand Slam. Somerset won 11-4. It was actually, he made it 11-4 because it was 7-4 in the seventh, and he hit the Grand Slam to make it 11-4. So, yeah, there's a lot of pressure on him. Um, I hope he doesn't cave in from that pressure or, you know, I can't even imagine what that's like for him. Other players of note, Johnny Brito, one game, four innings pitched, three hits, six strikeouts, one walk. His ERA is 0.00. So is Ken Waldachuk's. And that's in two games. 10 innings pitched, three hits, 16 strikeouts, two walks. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. Good for him. The Hudson Valley Renegades. Now, this is a team I want to see. They're not that far from my house. I think 30, 40 minutes across the bridge and up, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not even pointing in the right direction. This is west. It's that way. If you're watching on YouTube, it's it's this way. I'm facing the Hudson River right now, by the way. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm not one of those people who doesn't know geography. You know, when um, someone hits a big home run at Yankee Stadium, especially old Yankee Stadium. I think Chris Berman, was it? Oh, God, who hit the home run? It was someone, and they're like, oh, it went all the way to Jersey. I'm like, did it go backwards? No, it didn't go backwards. So learn your geography before you do games in places, guys. Seriously. <laughs> so Hudson Valley is 4-5. and five. They're tied for fourth place in the South Atlantic League two games back. They went 2-4 and four against the Rome Braves. And coming up, they have a series against the Brooklyn Cyclones. We all know who they are. Mets. That's a big one. Let's see. Anyone of note? Oh, Everson Pereira. Is that how you say his name? I don't want to screw that up. I feel bad. But eight games. His batting line, 394, 500. That's his on-base percentage. 576 with a home run, a triple, and a double. Yes, it's a small sample size, but that's still pretty cool. <laughs> they won 11-1 on the 13th. Uh, could Can some of these kids come up to the big team and score for them what's with all these 11s in the scores <laughs> and then finally the low a tampa tarpons coached by rachel balkovec six and three but they're in third place in the florida state league east coast and they're but they're only one game back they went four and two against the dunedin blue jays and their upcoming series is against the clearwater threshers the phillies you know that if you watch spring training games, you know that when the Yankees go to Clearwater, they're playing the Phillies, and it's an away series. Jason Dominguez has a six-game hitting streak. He has four doubles in that streak. And he's also hit, let's see, at least one ball, 100 miles per hour in each of those six contests. Pretty impressive. I'm getting all this information from Pinstripe Alley, by the way. Thank you, Pinstripe Alley, for laying this all out for me so I can see it. So in eight games, Jason Dominguez is batting 250, 270, 361 with four doubles and a stolen base. Jack Neely, three games pitched, well, three games in which he's appeared as a pitcher, 0.00 ERA, four and one-third innings, one hit, one walk, 10 strikeouts. Pretty impressive. And Danny Watson, three games Seven innings, two hits, two walks, 
10 strikeouts. Also, no ERA. So, you know, things are happening in the minors again. Can some of these kids come up and maybe hit for the big club? Because <laughs> big club's not scoring, but they are. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how the Yankees do in Detroit. And tomorrow's show will be obviously a recap of the game. Abby will be back. Yay! Abby was in Boston last week covering hockey, so she'll be back tomorrow, Thursday and Friday. We have some food, possibly pictures and video. And if you're listening to the show, we'll try to describe the stadium food. We'll have Abby try to describe the stadium food as, as good as she can. I mean, she's a journalist. She knows how to write, so I'm sure she can describe everything for you and tell you how everything tasted. So that's coming up this week and we will also on friday preview the series against the guardians because the yankees will be playing against cleveland guardians get that straight okay so for now that's it for this episode of locked on yankees which is part of the locked on podcast network your team every day i'd like to remind you that you can watch this show no listen to it well you can watch it on youtube let's say that you can watch it on youtube you can listen to it in apple podcasts google podcasts odyssey spotify stitcher or anywhere else you get your podcasts and again youtube watch us we passed 1100 subscribers last night which is just so cool i would like to hit 2000 by the all-star break i think it's doable we'll see And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On MLB. Make your second listen of the day Locked On MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues, both past and present. And it's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. One more thing. If you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. So enjoy your Tuesday. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.